What is up, everybody? Welcome to Recap Rewind Roundtable. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping reviewing Season 3, Episode 10 of Riverdale, and it's titled Chapter 45, The, the Stranger. And don't forget, guys, to stick around for the end because we are going to go through our recap roundups. And make sure you guys have yours ready to talk about it, too. If you're joining us on the live stream, comment below because we're going to be checking out the chats throughout the episode so and if you're joining us for the first time ever make sure you guys like comment and subscribe to the channel and for our returning listeners thanks for coming through let's get into it though so this is the agenda for tonight we're going to do some introductions uh pre-cap of overall thoughts and then key points of the episode then we'll do our recap roundups and some announcements so that's pretty exciting um and so just for intros, as you guys know, I'm JLag, and I've got my girl Ambie on the line. Um, but tonight's guest is a fellow YouTuber who does a bunch of fantastic reaction videos also. So please join me in welcoming Farewell. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's always um, fun to join. Welcome. I know. I love when you're on. Um, uh, so are you ready to get into this episode, guys? Oh, we yeah, got a lot to talk about. Let's like, go. <laughs> So many, too many things, like too many things. Yeah. Um, all right. So overall thoughts of the episode. What did you think? Um, I watched it two times over and I did <laughs> like it. I did yeah. like it. There was a couple of holes I feel like throughout the episode, but they did go back to the high school drama, which you guys know is my favorite. So yeah, <laughs> um, I did appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How about you, Farewell? Yeah, I... I this is a mixed bag of an episode for me, but I, I think it's because they just kept throwing so many twists and turns. Uh, and a lot of, I felt this episode was like a pivot almost uh, in, in mm -hmm. the narrative for me. Uh, and I think I, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I liked it. Yeah. So I feel like it has to sink in still. Yeah. yeah. As, as we talk about it more, I'm going to develop more of my thoughts, but I, I think I did like it actually. All right. Cool. Um, so what about you, j -Lack? I liked it too. I really enjoyed it. I think like like I think everybody's saying right now, like there's so much that happened this episode. Like almost I want to say it's always on the cusp of like too much things happening mm -hmm. at one time. Um mm -hmm. so this episode's like a perfect example of that. There's just so many thing that, things that happen. Uh we have Dat Foxy that said they they kind of like that episode this episode too. So yeah. it seems like a bit of a mixed bag, like either like loved it, hated it, but I think it's just like kind of straight down the middle, enjoyable episode. It's Riverdale. What you gonna do? Like some crazy shit happens and, and you just gotta roll with it. So exactly. um I think it's just uh it is what it is. So let's just mm -hmm. uh let's just do this. Um let's do it. So we're gonna do the key points of the episode. The first one that I wanted to talk about is the <laughs> fact that Archie Archie ain't dead, y'all. Like he Yeah, so he's, he's a good guy. The boy who lives. <laughs> The boy lives. So, I what I don't understand though. Like, why did anyone like? What did he say to his dad when he got back? He was like, "Dad, I almost I was dead, so now I'm back." Like, like that's what happened? It was so I I don't know how you guys felt about this, but I was really annoyed by it just because of the fact that like it's not explained. Like in the in the I guess intro with Jughead, he's like. At 7.45 in the morning, Archie Andrews died. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he, he's like walking out and like he's totally fine. I'm like, okay, so we're we're just going to pretend that he 
didn't just almost die. Like, okay, cool. I don't know. And, and, and it was such an epic ending last week where you're like, uh, wait, is he legit dead? Yeah. And kind of like what happened to Jughead um, last season when he like kind of died. At least he was like still in the hospital when we saw him. Right. This one was just like, no, he's like, like man's is back up and running. Like he's good. He's fully I, like functional. Like, I didn't understand. Like it was too fast. Way too fast. What did you think, Farewell? Yeah, I, I felt similar about it. I'm like, it started off, you know, Archie died. I'm like, oh, wow, they really followed through with this. Because by yeah. the end of the last episode, I was in, in the group where I'm like, wow, maybe they're actually going to really switch things up. And maybe Archie's just going to be dead or in the hospital for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, they did it more of like a metaphor, like his old self is, is dead and he's, right. he's a changed man. Uh, I think the way that they handled it was a little a little cheeky. Um, yeah, but I, I like the idea that you know he's he's going to be trying to be different now. But yeah, I think the, the one thing that I didn't like about it is I think it's just like an editor's and maybe like a director's thing. They really, really pushed, and I don't know if anybody who's online and fail will if you are, but uh, like a Game of Thrones fan, it was very, very much like we didn't talk about it last podcast, but um, that last shot is very like Jon Snow. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't caught up yet. But, yeah, like, you know what? It was very Jon Snow, like eyes open, like just like staring, aerial, shot, aerial shot. And I was like, okay. But they literally spent at least a full episode and a half trying to bring fucking Jon Snow back to life. This guy literally had like, there was no red woman who like brought him to life. There was nothing. It was just like walking out like it was totally normal so i was kind of cheesed and mm-hmm. like i know that nb mentioned it too like last podcast you don't just like go into a coma while your eyes are open like he didn't even blink so like what was his situation and like, and like even beyond that i think what it's gonna do for us as the audience is like it kind of takes away the the drama from mm-hmm. those moments like moving forward we're gonna be like oh like no he's fine like he's not dead right because yeah exactly. it's moment like it could have been a really really like intense like emotional moment you know and it was just it was like okay i guess he's he's fine now cool okay yeah we just had to roll with it i guess they didn't want to spend too much time on his recovery but it just i felt like it was a little a little too fast for me someone in the someone in the chat is saying i feel like riverdale now is not following following through with so many of their endings to the episode which i totally agree like one episode like there was such a big thing that happened not even just last episode but the mid-season finale of everybody being quarantined next thing you know like jughead's jughead's literally sleeping in betty's room like he's fine like everybody just got in totally normal so i was like okay they're really not they're really not following through with these like big jumpy endings so i don't know how i feel about it i'm a little disappointed in the writing and like the way that they're directing it because i feel like it's all like clickbaity and it's like it's very like drama filled for no reason yeah that's exactly how i feel the clickbait's a really good way to put it It, yeah like you said they're not going to follow through so as an audience member when they try and do more you know shocking moments i just I, I can't really put too much investment into it or, or the believ- yeah. the believability isn't there. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I guess, I guess we should have learned our lesson with the whole Jughead scare last season, mm-hmm. but really like with Archie, they really pushed the fact that he was like donezo. So for him to just roll in in the first two minutes of the episode, I was like, all right, okay, I guess I'm just going to run with it. Yeah, at least they, you know, they committed to the scar on his chest now, right? Versus his <laughs> scab wound. Yeah. This badass scar. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's fair. So, so yeah, so he gets back. So he's uh, so Archie gets home and he visits his dad. Um, and I just really wanted to take this moment to talk about uh, Fred and Archie on a general, just because this episode, in my opinion, uh, was once again a really 
amazing moment for both of the characters and i think the actors did a really great job like showing that son father relationship what did you guys think yeah no i definitely i'm loving these like fred and archie conversations and especially the one that happens like at the end um again um it's just it's really powerful and it makes me like archie more yeah absolutely what about you farewell yeah i i agree with you there fred for me, season one, Fred is like one of my favorite characters in the in the show because of that dynamic they have with one another. Uh, and to see them, you know, bring that back to some capacity, uh, was great. And I also liked how, you know, Fred knows there's something going on and he's trying to help him. And by the end of it, I, I felt like that that came across pretty well. So, yeah, uh, I'm a fan of that. 100%. And they had a really powerful moment at the end of the episode, too, where he's really struggling to settle back in. And I'm really glad that they they did that. They like even though he literally just came back from the dead and he had like a bear who attacked him, they did kind of this episode for Archie. It was a huge journey into settling back into his normal life and his struggle with that. So I really like the fact that they focused on that because I was worried that they were going to be like, all right, you're just going to have your SATs and you're fine. But he was still traumatized. He was still experiencing yeah. a lot mm -hmm. of the things that he had just gone through. So I really like that they kept pulling that back in, which was, I think, really important to keep it believable, as believable as a comic book show could be, I guess. For sure. Um, so after he visits his dad, he visits his girl or his ex-girl. Ex-girl. Like, what's, what's the definition there? Like, I don't even know at this point. I don't even know. That's a good question. Well, they broke up. Let's just be real right now. Like, they did break up. There was yeah. an official phone call. He said, we're done. Yeah. But then he comes back and then he tells Fred, we just broke up. So was that, was that him yeah. telling his dad, like, catching him up? Or did they, when he came back, did he think that they were together and it was like an off-camera thing? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that like he officially breaks up with her at the end of the episode, right? Yeah. But I think in the yeah. beginning he's just like, "Oh, true. I guess I gotta go see my girlfriend." Yeah, <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> I think he comes back to town, um, assuming that they're back together, or like yeah. that he's gonna get in. That's for sure what he assumes. One hundred percent, and they don't waste any time. Like they literally, like she she comments on his hair. She's like, "What the hell happened to your hair?" And then she's like, "I'm glad you're here." And then he's like, "Let's make out and have sex." Some things will never die, I guess, Riverdale. Yeah, with, especially with Varchi, and I'm sure the Varchi shippers. Like, I want to know someone who's like a diehard Varchi shipper because this episode might have like given them a heart attack. Like, oh yeah, they're probably, probably still like in bed, like crying right now. <laughs> Because in the beginning, you really think so. I was going to ask you because I guess like what they're trying to push is the fact that like he's kind of too far gone by this point in time. Like he's changed, a changed man and he's like a different person. Did you feel like that was the situation, especially in this first 50,000, 8 million percent? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's totally different. Yeah. For sure. And like she was very standoffish. She wasn't really sure what was going on. Which is totally understandable too. Like I get it from her perspective and I get it from his perspective too. It's just like life happens in between, you know? Yeah. And it life just, doesn't it's stop. Not be like hashtag Vargie. It's going to have to be hashtag Vargie sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Bill? Well, yeah, I, I definitely was initially as I started, as I started the episode off, I was like, damn, I felt so bad for for Reggie in that situation. Yeah. Um, but then I also was like, as the episode was going on, I'm like, I, try, I was trying to understand, you know, Veronica's perspective. And like, she's going through a lot. And, you know, you know, our, uh, sorry, uh, let's say Veggie. Uh, Reggie was, you know, a good friend, always there. So I guess, you know, it makes sense. Um, 
uh, oof. Yeah, I think she actually did a good performance this episode, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think she did what what whatever she could do in this mm-hmm. in this particular <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about them later on when they actually have like that moment together. Right. Sure. Um. So let's talk about the SATs because they decided to yeah. throw that <laughs> shit into this episode. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love everything leading up to this moment. Everyone was like, all the writers were like, the SATs are coming up. The SATs are coming up. I'm like, okay, but like, why is all this other shit happening? Like, let's get back to high school. Come on. Yeah. So we've to see that this week Mm -hmm. yeah what did you think of them throwing it into this episode like randomly i was like what are you doing guys yeah it felt very forced like they were they were definitely leading up to it we knew it was going to happen because they kept saying it but i just felt like it was forced into this episode yeah yeah, I agree. Like, even Archie was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> He's like, "I forgot." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when the principal tells him, like, you know, you might have to take uh, your year back again. He's like almost like upset about it. Like, dude, what have you been doing all year? Like, what do you like? What do you mean? Yeah. Like, why was he so shook? Why was he <laughs> yeah. so shocked? Yeah. Like, he was gonna have to repeat it. I was like, um, you literally haven't. You've been in jail before you ran away. So I don't know how you thought that you could do anything Seriously. outside outside of that. Like, has but, he stepped into academic advising? Does he know when you miss a certain amount of weeks? Exactly. He really hasn't talked to anybody at his school. Yeah. Really. He literally yeah. thought that he could just roll right in and be like, "Cool, like uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pass my class." And he's like, "I'm not gonna graduate with my friends." I'm like, "You went to jail, like that would have been your first indicator." Seriously, like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. So um, yeah, so the SATs are on the Saturday coming up, so he literally has like two days to study, right? Like, not even, yeah, probably. He's probably there. He was probably there on the Friday. Like he probably just yeah. rolled up like that day. I was like, this is not a good time for you to show up finally. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. should have just at least missed the SATs. <laughs> I'm like, don't even try. Um, like, and that's the thing. Like if it was and like, literally anybody else, like if it was like freaking of all people, like even Jughead would have like crammed and tried to get through this like SAT prep. But like for him to be the one to miss it and be like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to do SAT. So like you have zero chance getting through anything. Like high key, like I really want to do the SATs. Because like <laughs> no, you don't. We don't ever do them. And I'm like, I want to really like do it and see what I, I guess for. i think i mean i guess canada has like a different version it's like the math separately and then like the english separately yeah, but I don't think sat's insane as theirs apparently who knows no, definitely i believe not. in you mb <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so before we keep going another thing that happens at uh the diner is betty's mm-hmm. debit card gets declined <laughs> so um <laughs> Like, wait, since when do they pay for their milkshakes, A? Yeah. And why didn't Veronica just pay for it? She owned the freaking place. Yeah. Why did Betty have to pay for the milkshake? It was so random. And I also just love that, like, Pop, that was, like, Pop's only line the entire episode is, like, here you go. You cannot do this. I'm like, wow, you guys really are working his acting abilities right now, just coming in for it one line. so funny. As soon as she handed over the card... I was yeah. like, okay, it's getting declined. <laughs> they've never shown that. They've never shown anyone actually pay for like anything. Anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like I, plot point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I was just like, um, okay. Like, you know, 
you're gonna get your car declined. I felt bad for her. Like, ooh, like I felt like I was, you know, like when that happens in real life, like, ooh, oopsies. Oh hell yeah, that's an awkward situation, one hundred percent. There was like two guys sitting there, like neither one of them like picked up the tab. Like they waited for like reach over and their debit card to pop. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So then it cuts to uh Betty talk talking to her mom, being like, yo, where's all my money? But uh she's like gone insane. Like, unfortunately, <laughs> Alice is like on the deep, like she's like off the deep end. I don't know what the F happened to her. I don't know. I'm secretly hoping that like she somehow is planning something because at this point she's legit crazy. And I know Fela, even you talked about this uh, during the mid season. Like, what are you thinking of this like constant decline of this character? Yeah, man, Alice is just degrading as a character. And I, I can see them potentially trying to do like a long game where it's like, we're at the end of the season, they're starting to progress that narrative more. And you figure out like what Alice is doing, why and stuff. But like, if you're going to yeah. do that, give us little nuggets here and there mm-hmm. right. that show she's just com- not completely off the shits you know yeah like the one thing that she does is like get ready for an interview so she can be a broadcast reporter i was like what the fuck is this storyline yeah like i get your journalist and all but like mm-hmm. and like what's going on with the milk like, I, like i'm thinking they're gonna do like a brainwashing arc where she's gonna manipulate the people on broadcasting now because like, i don't i really don't know what's going on anymore yeah, yeah. Uh, especially with alice so mm-hmm. yeah i'm not sure what, on, honey I don't know what they're doing with their character. It's really unfortunate seeing some of these characters who are such, who are just basically just great actors on mm-hmm. a general level, just not being utilized in the best of their abilities, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, she's on this crystal tip now, which is kind of crazy. Um, she's like, I gave all your money away to the farm. Um, so now uh, Betty has to do her entire college fund, by yeah, the way. Everything, literally everything. She was just like, so extra and uh so now she talked to sierra and sierra was like yo you got to talk to your dad now because she forged a signature and uh like if he signs his affidavit then he'll get your money back or some shit like that I don't yeah. know. but by the end of the episode which i just wanted to talk about really quickly because i didn't know anywhere else to put it um she ends up like not getting her money back and the farm ends up using the money to buy the sisters of quiet mercy right. which i was right. like but what um, so I guess the one thing that I wanted to ask was like, I guess this means that the farm is now coming to Riverdale. I think that's the big plot point, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. They definitely w- have a hand in something. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this like driven point and what do you guys think online? Like what are you what are you excited to find out about? I'm just excited to see this this guy. Like mm-hmm. Evaneva. Like, I'm excited just to see him because, like, we've been talking about him from, like, the beginning of the season yeah. and even before. That. So it's just, like, let me see the, who this guy is. Yeah. Uh, I agree as well. And I, like, you know, we were talking offline about him. We've never really talked specifically about him being involved with the Gargoyle King. But, like, I really was wondering if he was going to be involved at all. But I don't know if they're, like, separate storylines, like, how they're going to connect them. If they're, like, the rivals in some regard. Like, I don't really know. Um, but uh, anyway, moving on to the next moment. Veggie is on hold, though, because Archie back in the game. Um uh-huh. Let me just talk about that moment in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. That was really like when she turned him down, right? Like when Reggie comes up to her and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, baby. She's like, hell no. Yeah. She's like, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, Reggie's back. He's like, what? It was really sad. Yeah, I agree. What did you he think about it? 
Yeah, she gave him the biggest like whose man's is this sort of look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just it was just so unfortunate, man. Like it really made you feel bad for the guy, but um I, I thought he handled it decently well though. He did. He did. Yeah. He tried to recover quickly. He definitely was like, got it, fam. Like, I'm gonna like we'll we'll deal with this. Like he's in the picture again. Like I'll 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 manage myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. But he just wants to have sex all the time. <laughs> And I no, guess I think he legit likes her though. No, I think I think, I, he, I think he does like her. Yeah. No, I think I, he likes her. Yes. You know what's really interesting? We can talk about. <laughs> no, we can't talk about uh, them now. To, like about this particular episode because sure. I really feel like there's a stark contrast between Veggie mm-hmm. and Varchi, mm-hmm. and it was very apparent this episode. Like literally, as soon as archie sees veronica he's like yes i'm gonna have sex with you and like whatever it's like all about the love and the passion whereas like reggie's been her like freaking like rock this whole time and he continued to like pull through this episode and i was really impressed because even when they had like the welcome party he like came to her and he was like it wasn't a selfish thing to say like yo your man is crazy but like like obviously that would have that helps his case because he's like just come back yeah. to me right mm-hmm. i think you're right i think like you know we've seen archie we've seen veronica really have to pick up archie's shit since the beginning really yeah um and to see reggie sort of taking care of her and yeah. protecting her like it just it just shifts like the dynamic and i'm like holy crap like first of all i already love reggie number one yeah um and number two he just seems sexier he seems like he can actually protect her Whereas Archie's just like, I'm all over the place, you know? So he's, I think. Yeah, he's you know, just like. Nor- deserves her. Yeah, I agree. What did you What did you think, Fail, of this episode for Veggie? Yeah, I, I think it was a real turning point, especially for for Reggie. And I, I part of me wanted to, like, on what you guys are saying, I agreed with all of that. And I wanted to see, like, almost Veronica just maybe cut Archie off earlier and be like, you know what, Reggie? Like, let's yeah like let's maybe work, like work this out and try and do it and also what i was hoping for and then it really took her dad dying and her thinking that you know archie did it for her to be like okay i'm done with this guy we don't know what's happening with her in reggie right. now yeah but i just i almost wanted her to just kind of like him for him and not any of these other circumstances and realize that but that's that's totally fair i think i think just based on the way that it was written it made made a lot more sense just because it kind of accelerated the timeline a little bit Mm -hmm. um because like yeah the courting the courting situation is always nice but i think just the whole incident with Hiram happening really just forced them even closer together um so speaking of Hiram let's talk about him and his like tiny little mini crew of evil people Like, as we remember the end of season two, there was like seven people, and now there's literally two people. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> it's Penelope and Claudius. And so he calls them in to talk about two things. Well, one thing Penelope talks about, she's like, Yo, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy's up for auction. Like, are you going to buy it? And he was like, Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it. And then she's like, My brothel? Am I going to get it for my brothel? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally so done with this fucking brothel storyline because it is I going. Had a brothel. No, I guess not. She like doesn't have one yet. She's just, she's just like she's making like, house calls. <laughs> so, you know, she, she, I, I rate her. She's an entrepreneur. She's just trying to, she's just trying to get her money. <laughs> Which I totally she's understand. I get it, but like Hiram isn't coming through for her at all. He, every single time she brings it up, he's like, later, 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 like. <laughs> So I don't know what the hell was going on with that situation. I didn't understand like why she still has a storyline at all. 
um someone in the comments is saying mrs blossom just needs to stick to banging hal in prison which <laughs> she don't worry she is <laughs> Which is hilarious. Um, so another thing that happens is, uh, during this particular thing is uh, Claudius is now appointed to be the new sheriff. Hiram is like, you're going to be the new sheriff. Like, are you yeah. good with that? Um, so what did you guys think about this random situation? Confused. I didn't like I was as confused as Claudius. He was like, wait, what? He was like in the middle of a drink. He's like, yeah. huh? He's like he me? <laughs> Yeah, he's like chilling with like a whiskey, and he's got like a like a cigar in his hand. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You, like, like, I don't work. What are you talking about?" Yeah, he was just as confused as the rest of the audience because I really didn't know that Claudius was even relevant until oh, like yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. I feel like this episode, like they were sitting in the writers' room after maybe like the mid-season finale or something, and they're like, "Okay, how about episode ten? We just bring a bunch of people back, yeah, and really just mix and mash things and and go yeah. from there, yeah." And, that, and then this just like, like, sorry, kill everybody off. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and that's and how, that's how I felt with Claudius. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand like why. I mean, I guess the reasoning is like for just to get rid of him as a character, which is such a waste. Like I said, like these these are these are paid actors. Like, what is your storyline that you just come back for one episode to die later? Like later like, on it makes no sense i don't get it i don't get it at all so i was like a bit of a miss on my on my side of things in terms of like how uh how they're treating these characters but yeah <laughs> later later on he dies we'll talk about that in a bit um so then we can talk about archie trying to study for the sats really quickly um <laughs> he was killing me in this moment for one yeah. i didn't know that word either like i didn't know what the fuck that word was class <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't know what the iconoclast is. Um, so it was just really funny to like see him kind of like be just as dumb as he normally is, just like extra because of the SAT studying. Um, but yeah, I was like, that's the thing. Like of all people, Archie's not going to pass the SATs. Like, there's no point. Like, yeah. don't bother. Don't bother. Um, I mean, it wasn't to see him and his friends helping him, and yeah. I miss that. Like once again, it just shows like the regular day to day teenage things. I miss seeing those things, like seeing Betty and Jug in his room, like helping him out. Like, you know, it just yeah. felt so normal and it felt funny and it was cute. Yeah, I agree. Um, so another thing that happens in this moment, we have a really cute like moment between Betty and Archie after Jughead yes. leaves. Um, and I was like, okay, she's just going to dye his hair back to red. So he's like normal again, which was cool. Fine. But yeah. what did you, what did you guys think about this part of the episode? I loved it. And, and I know I'm going to get hate for this, but like, I'm a huge Barchi fan, but I also think having said that on the side, I think like, she's like his, you know, beacon in the night. I think like she's going to bring him back yeah. to the arch he was and only she can do what i feel like because she knows who he is at his core yeah and she knows all these things about him since they were like in grade one together like she's that person for him so i think at this point him leaving um veronica like, i feel like she's like the next thing that's gonna bring him back <laughs> you just want barchi to happen so badly <laughs> I feel like it does make sense though like it makes sense he's yeah. losing himself and she's the only one that really knows who he really is kind of you know that's fair. What did you think about this farewell? Yeah, I, th I thought it was a, a nice, sweet moment between them because we we don't haven't seen many moments with them between them recently, right? 
just like no them being high school kids and i liked all those moments just like you said mb um but when you contrast it with all the you know gang activities the death yeah. and stuff it just feels misplaced sort of um yeah and yeah. I, a part of me is like, oh, damn, they're really going to go back to the, the smaller scale, focus on the high school drama stuff with the SATs. That's what I thought that they were going to they do. Um, but then they quickly go back into the regular um, lifestyle, which kind of, I mean, you have to at this point. You've already tripled down, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> tripled down. So true. Uh, someone in the comments says, um, over Jughead's dead body, NB, because like, there's no way that Barchi's going to happen if Bughead's still a thing, right? <laughs> Okay, guys, whatever. <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? Because Jughead is going through the shits right now. There's there's bodies. He seems to be, you know, panicking a little bit. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Who, who knows what's going to happen? That's a good point. So moving on to Jughead, he meets up with Fangs and talks about the fact. So Fangs is like being like a double agent or whatever. And he uh, is like, oh, there's going to be a ceremony tonight. Um, and then, um, so the ceremony happens. So I'm just kind of power through that part of it. Um, so he's like, okay, he's going to initiate me. I'm going to meet the Gargoyle King. And Jughead decides to make this plan where they're going to uh, ambush everybody. So then right. it turns out that the Gargoyle King's there. He kneels down and he's ready to get branded. Um, and then it's, it's freaking Tallboy, which what? is... Like what the f? Actually, insane. What did you guys think of this ridiculous moment? No, I, I, I was like, what? Are I you like, kidding me? I was like, is who cares that about Tomboy? <laughs> like, who cares? Who is he? Yeah, it's so true. It was so weak, man. It was so weak. I agree. Like, yeah, like I said, they just put a bunch of things in a hat and they said, all right, what are we gonna do this episode, y'all? Yeah, Tomboy. Yeah. Uh, first weird. of all, first of all, I thought Tallboy was literally dead. Like I thought FP killed him, but he yeah, didn't. That is disco. Like I could have sworn. Yeah, but he didn't die clearly. But it was yeah. I just thought it was stupid. We thought that Tallboy was the Black Hood, and now he's a Gargoyle King. I was just like, all right, fine, whatever. Um, it was just it was stupid because I it was it was so unbelievable that I didn't believe that it was real. I was like, this must be like a fake character. Like he must he must be pretending to be the Gargoyle King. It was Tallboy's twin that we didn't know about. Christ. Oh, no way. They can't do that. No. no. Yes. <laughs> um, so he, so while they, so they capture Tallboy and then he says, well, like, I'm going to set up this next, like next level meeting, but there, you have to give Hiram something in order for him to like come through. Yeah. So they pretend with Hiram that they have Archie. And so he's going to like, they're going to ambush him as well. So they have this meeting with Hiram, except it's not Hiram. And instead it's Claudius right. um, who shows up and, and then they're like, what the hell are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know why I'm here either. Like, I'm very confused. Um, I so, had an episode left in my contract. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I need 10 more minutes of screen time. All right, cool. Um, so he, so he shows up and then later on in the episode, he goes to jail and yeah, fast forward to the fact that Claudius freaking dies in, in jail. In jail. Like, like, can you what? explain, explain to me why they gave a fake twin storyline only to kill off the character in like the weirdest way possible? Because like what shit jail is this that they like allow people to just drop dead? <laughs> 
Like, I don't... You don't care about these characters. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know what the writers are thinking. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Someone in the comments is saying, like, even Tallboy being the Gargoyle King is such a shitty choice by the writers. Of course. Like, it's just... It doesn't make any sense. Like, he was a part of last season's storyline. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Would you bring him back for this one? It feels so cheap. It's just... I don't know. And, like, I know that last season, like, the whole Black Hood storyline was, like, they thought they caught the Black Hood, and then it wasn't the black real Black Hood. It ended up being Hal. I don't want that happening this ep- this season again. Like, I want the Gargoyle King to be, like, gone forever. Mm-hmm. But also, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, literally, Hiram was cheersing Tallboy. Like, are you telling me that Tallboy was the one that was sitting in his, like, lounge uh, at the end of the midseason finale, like it just doesn't like what does Tallboy have over everybody else that he's like controlling the whole situation? It just doesn't make any sense. I know, I know. I guess we're just assuming at this point, and correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, guys, and you guys too. But like, are we just assuming safely that Hiram is the orchestrator of all things Gargoyle? Is that correct? <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone saying? I think that everybody's saying, yeah, like it came out of nowhere. Um, everybody mm-hmm. was really confused by it. What did you think, uh, Failwell, about the fact that like he just kind of just came out of nowhere? And is and and do you think that Hiram is the the real kingpin in all of this? I don't know. When I watched the episode, I started to get the idea that Hiram's, you know, I think a little too deep into the game and is starting to lose a grip on everything. And even the sort of comment later on in the episode, right before that incident happens, it made me think that even more. Um, I I, th- I I think they're gonna end up doing that. The farm leader is is probably the one who's been orchestrating all of this, and Hiram's in cahoots with him. Yeah, I could see, I could see that. I mean, it would make the connection between them, so mm-hmm. I'm down for that kind of. But also, like, it's a better reach than like Tallboy of all people, like such a random character. I'd rather see someone we've never seen before, like Edgar Evernever, than like Tallboy come back and be like, "I'm the Gargoyle King." Like, what? Yeah, the- and he came back like with like a new voice and everything. Yeah, he was like, hey, guys, I'm the Gargoyle King now. <laughs> I was like, this is so extra. Okay, so let's jump back a little bit in the episode okay. and talk about this welcome home party. <laughs> oh, uh, let's just take a moment to laugh about this before I kill myself. Because um, <laughs> Veronica gets an opportunity to uh, sing in Espanol, y'all. She... She kicked out Josie. She fired Josie. Josie was gone forever. Yeah, fully gone. <laughs> like Josie was. Josie was lit for like two episodes, and then she literally got kicked off the pay bill again. Like they're doing these secondary characters so dirty. Like someone mentioned in the comments too. Like Kevin doesn't even exist in the storyline. Like horrible this season. Like he didn't even have do the SATs. Like Cheryl didn't even <laughs> go to school. <laughs> Yeah, like, where Cheryl, Cheryl just said, nah, I'm good. Yeah, she's like, I'm rich. I don't give a shit about school. Like, I just don't get it. Anyway. So, so did you like her singing? N- nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, I I can safely say that that was probably more embarrassing for me than it was for her to watch. You know, yeah. it just felt so extra. She was like, hey, we're having a study party. But it's also your surprise party. So I'm yes. going to sing in Spanish. <laughs> I just didn't get the connection. Like, like it's, not is like this... he, it's not like he escaped to Mexico and like came back to Mexico <laughs> Spanish. Like, hmm. like 
I just, yeah, I didn't get it. I'm like, the SATs are not in Spanish. Like, you don't need to do this right now. And, and so, like, he starts freaking out and he starts to spiral and he yeah. starts having all these, like, flashes of Hiram as she's singing in Spanish. And I'm like, maybe she could. She's saying, like, Mija, Cafe Con Le. <laughs> yeah, you were tricking her, man. Like, what's yeah. going on? That's what I was saying. I was like, maybe you shouldn't have sung it in Spanish because, like, your boy is, like, losing his mind right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he spirals and he runs away. And then later on, Reggie is like Reggie talks to talks to him later, but I just wanted to fast forward to this moment where Reggie talks to Archie and he's like, I just need to talk to you about like cheating. And yeah, then, Archie comes up to Reggie and he's like, Yo, cheating, bro. And then Reggie's like, Oh my god, she told you? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you yeah. take the fact that Archie was actually dead ass considering to cheat? Yeah, <laughs> I just I just took that in. Like, really? Sort of. If you're I mean, asking to cheat on your SATs, and you definitely should retake your junior year, buddy. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I agree. I just thought, like, what did you guys think of the how this all played out? Because like, it was like, oh, I'm thinking about cheating, and then he's like, oh yeah, I cheated on you. Like, it was very like very much like a setup, like it was like totally writing wise. So yeah. I was like, all right, you guys are really just gonna do this. Okay, cool and like I, I watched it back over again and like i i heard what archie said and he's just like hey i want to talk about like cheating like who says that like <laughs> you would like, yeah. cheat on the test like are you gonna cheat on the test like you would never ask him like hey yeah. thoughts on cheating in general like what yeah, are you like what is your philosophy <laughs> on cheating like what the fuck? And so this part of the episode as well was uh, hashtag spawned by Bumble. I wanted oh to just God. mention that because NB mentioned it. I didn't even know because I've never yeah. used Bumble before. But uh, yeah, it's literally the app. It's like, the app. Yeah, yeah, they definitely got sponsored for that. I was like, nice product placement, guys. I know. I was like, this is not This is not the time, guys. This is not the time for product placement. <laughs> yeah, and like 10 seconds later, it like came up on like the lower thirds. It was like Bumble. I was like, oh my God. Wow. That's tight. That's tight. No so, so anyway, in this moment, he admits that he was uh, boinking like Veronica. And mm -hmm. uh, what did you guys think about this? Like, what are your personal? What are your personal thoughts on? So, do we like, think that they're boinking, or do we think that they just like made out? I I mean, I guess cheating is cheating. Is cheating is cheating. So like, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Because like, I feel like if they just made out, it's not that bad. It's just like, okay, you guys like slipped, but like if they actually hooked up, it's like, okay, there's no going back from this. Well, they they well they developed like a pretty good emotional bond too. I think that's they really too, important right. too, right? Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. And like you didn't want to get into that shit, shit for real. <laughs> but I was like, wait, I need details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This moment was weird, and I think even the one before that sort of connected to it where he goes up to him and takes off his shirt. Yeah. And he says, yo, bro, what's going on, man? Like, why are you being a dick? And he gets back and I'm like, yo, look at this cool scar I got, bro. He's like, oh, fuck, man. Like, I guess you're pretty messed up, eh? <laughs> like, the writing yeah. was so weird for those it moments. Was such, <laughs> yeah, it was a very weird moment where he, like, literally said, he's like, oh, wow, that's why you're so fucked up. <laughs> In there that you're, like, kissing your girl. I was like, okay, like, chill. Like, why are you so extra? Why are you shading him so hard? Yeah, it was weird. Catching out, what's the big deal? He has yeah. PTSD. Uh, PTSD for sure. Um, so yeah, so I wrote down that it's like a Pearl Har Harbor moment. Anybody who like gets that yeah, reference is like, it's like they're like, we thought you were dead, we thought you were gone forever, like so we got together. 
every like army movie ever. Yeah, every army movie ever for sure. And technically, they were broken up. That's true. They, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Someone in the comments said Loki. Yeah, Nicholas <laughs> mentioned that Loki uh, Veronica is a sex addict, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, probably to true. To Farewell's point, it's not about the sex. Like I feel like her and Reggie have like an emotional bond too. Not fair. But let's talk about the next moment because uh, she does have sex a second time this episode. <laughs> oh my god. There can never be enough gang members and, and fighting and violence to squeeze in some sex moments. Am I right, guys? 100%. What did you guys feel like? Did you guys feel like they were on the up again? Like Varchi was going to come out of this like alive? Or was this sort of like this shit's never going to work? I mean, I think that when I watched it the first time around, I watched it and I was like hopeful because he was like, I don't want to talk about this tonight. Let's just be together tonight. Like it sounded like a song uh, mm -hmm. that he was singing. Like it sounded like an Adele song. But and I thought it was sweet. I was like, okay, like they're back. They're trying their best to get back to like their version of normal. But like they're ignoring the fact that nothing is the same. So you, mm -hmm. I guess you just kind of have to expect that it's gonna go south but um yeah it was it was a good moment but it was sad i guess watching it back later you're like oh yeah true like they tried to like keep, make it work but they the best way they could and they just couldn't make it work let's talk about uh hal and betty uh really quickly yeah yeah um so what did you think of this whole the, so the reason why she goes to see him because she wants the affidavit and he starts to like talk about the fact that he used to be the gargoyle king and some weird like he he was like the og gargoyle king and he's the one that killed principal featherhead and he's yeah. the, like like what like did you understand or follow along at all because i was I, very confused i got it i got it but i was just like okay i guess i'm gonna believe that because i have to Right. So he's the one that killed Featherhead that night. Yeah. Okay. I just, but then, but then it turns out that like he he didn't because he was lying to her this whole time to spend more time with Betty. Is that right? <laughs> oh, so in the end, he doesn't even he didn't kill him. I don't see. That's the thing that got I got confused by. I was like, so everything because she does confront him later after she talks to this crazy beach um, and says, uh, "Yo, like it's not." like everything that i told him is because i was like boinking him on the side too mm -hmm. so, so that's the idea that i got that he just lied just to get close with his daughter because by the end we can see that he's clearly manipulating her and taking advantage of her like how vulnerable she is yeah yeah, um, yeah. so so yeah i wanted to just quickly talk about the fact that like betty confronts penelope because penelope's been pretending to be alice um right. i don't know why this jail doesn't like check your id but like i guess they yeah, don't right? so um, weak but she's like, she's like, yeah, conjugal visit so I can like still have sex with him or whatever. And I totally, I was like, first I was like, why are they, why is she having sex with Hal? Like, is he paying her? And then I remember they had like a romantic storyline. Like, hmm. Totally forgot. So I was like, good for them, I guess. But at the same time, I was like, what is this garbage ass storyline that Penelope? Has? Do you guys feel like there's more to that though? Um, that like they could be working together on something. I hope so because if if not, then like I don't know why I'm watching the show. Like, yeah. what is happening at this point? Riverdale's like is like that Kevin Garnett uh, like meme where it's like anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. 
It's so true. Um, so flipping back to Betty, Betty and Hal in the final scene, because I just wanted to wrap them all together. Yeah. Um, she, so this is after she finds out that her mom like gave away all the money. Um, but she ends up going back to talk to Hal kind of like at her own free will. Cause the first few times she's like doing it out of like spite. Cause she's like, uh, just sign this damn paper and get out of my face. But this last time she kind of decides to go see him for the last time. Um, what did you guys think about this? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm scared for Betty. Because I don't know how far she's going to go with him, you know? Yeah, that's that's fair. And I think that that's kind of what you're supposed to feel. Um, someone said that it was very Signs of the Lambs, which I had mentioned too. Like, it's very, like, Clarice yeah. and Hannibal. Um, but I was totally intrigued by the storyline. I was like, this is very interesting in the way they shot it. And she makes a lot of really great points, right? Like she's watching her mom like fall apart left, right, and center. And she's like, she got rid of your education. And like this man who literally was the biggest murderer ever is like giving yeah. her the most sound parental advice in this moment and here's, so, the thing. and here's the thing when there's 10 million other storylines happening in this episode this sort of falls to the wayside because i'm like i don't know which one to invest in more yeah and i feel like on its own it's such a cool storyline like it is like her sitting with him and talking with him and is he gonna like convert her or whatever like i'm into that but when there's like other things happening on the side i'm just like what which one do i have to focus on though it's you know true. Yeah. it's true Someone said, uh, Jay Michelle says in the chat, it was heartbreaking that the only normal conversation Betty can have is with her psychopath of a father, which is true. Like, she's kind of at a loss. She can't talk to Jughead because he's, like, off doing God knows what. Her mom's fucking crazy. Like, Archie's, like, like can't even help himself. And so, like, she's literally sitting in a room talking to a serial killer who happens to be her dad. And her dad's like, education's so important. You have to go to school. I was like, yeah. or else you'll end up like yeah. me. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what is this story? But I, I, I am quite intrigued by it. And I'm really interested to see where they go with it. Yeah, I, it was interesting to see him back in the fold. I didn't think they would bring him back anytime soon. But yeah. um, it was definitely weird at first. But like you said, the way that they shot it was actually really well done. And um invoked a lot of like mystery and like intrigue like why is he here like there's definitely something deeper going on and like i said by the end of by the end of the episode at this moment he sort of reeled her back in and got exactly what he wanted yeah um, yeah it's true and he kind of looks like michael myers too is that just me like, like yes the suit? <laughs> the suit for sure is totally michael myers yeah 100 percent um so moving back to the sats uh archie's like totally like lost i was so excited to watch this part of the scene um and i'm sure nb you were super excited because i'm like wow they're in a classroom they're doing a test <laughs> and then you remember like he's definitely gonna fail <laughs> like and sure enough like he can't even get through the first question without being like i'm i'm leaving so he like rages and he goes to the he goes to the bathroom and he punches the mirror and it breaks <laughs> what did you guys and think also, of this like fail moment sorry like, what'd you say chase him like veronica tries to chase him out of the room mm -hmm. and the teacher's like if you leave too like you're gonna get a zero she's like oh true okay and like shoot like she didn't leave so yeah. i was like oh it's kind of like tight but i mean like then she's like literally giving up her score so like the stakes were kind okay. of high i know but like i was just like oh damn like i don't know yeah someone was like i it, it was math so i like i would have probably left too i'm like yeah i definitely like as soon as i saw that algebraic equation i was like oh i see it. like i see a triangle i can't do this I'm out. 
I was some part of me was really hoping that they're gonna give like a, a little like insight to how like a lot of students are like me. Well, Archie was gonna go through the quiz and just like circle the side like side to it and just be like, okay, I don't know this, yeah. I don't know this, and then leave. But like um, the the frustrating thing is like they just kept using Hiram getting into his mind like every moment possible. So like in this moment when he's supposed to be focusing on like the SATs, he's thinking about Hiram. I'm like, can you relax? Yeah. It was weird. I thought it was weird. So anyway, he punches the mirror out of a rage and that's it. But the next big moment that happens, so Hiram's just chilling and he's like having his like cafe con leche or whatever. And then he gets shot. Man's yeah. got shot. Major was, moment, guys. This is huge. Yeah, it was so quiet and it was so sudden. Yeah. It was a crazy like seeing the whole like glass shatter and him just being like, oh crap. It was very well shot. Do we know where they shot him from? Like from That's the what I'm saying. Where like where I saw he was looking straight at the door and he got shot from us like right in front of him. Right. Well yeah, for a all shot or something. Like that I mean, was crazy. For all we know, he did see the killer, but like now he's in a coma, so like we don't know, like he's not going to be able to say it, right? Right. Um, but I feel like who do you guys think it was? Because it, do you think it was Archie? Do you think that he had the time to do that shit? I got a couple of theories. Okay, okay, go for it. The most like outlandish one is Reggie was so enraged with what happened to losing veronica to archie he just he stumbles in that he takes it upon himself we've seen him give archie a weapon before right true yeah goes and decides you know what i'm gonna mess up your dad to like to make you not like archie anymore so i can make my play again that's like i don't think that's what they're gonna do but the thought came to me no i read that somewhere today too and i was like damn i hope that's not true because then like reggie's gonna look like an idiot like i yeah. hope that's not true yeah it's just too intense for reggie to like be behind it like yeah i agree i like people people are not feeling any types of ways in the chat they're like i was i supposed to care about the fact that he got shot <laughs> yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if hermione is somehow behind all of this and in in my opinion is that it has something to do with a mistress or the mistress and hermione there's something there with Hermione. I agree. I agree. I think that I think the the person the suspect number one on my list is definitely Kelly Ripa, aka K Rips, aka Miss Mulray, who's going to be showing up next episode. Um, yeah. and she does like basically have a pistol in every single shot that we've seen her in, so she clearly has a gun on her at mm -hmm. all times. Well, so who she, else? Sorry, who else had a gun this episode though? Um, mm -hmm. am I missing somebody? Fangs. Oh, Fangs. And he doesn't know how to shoot it. <laughs> Clearly. It's a major fuck up. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like at this point, I guess I'm I'm hoping that they don't drag out like who who shot Hiram for too long. Um yeah. but it was a bit of a shocking moment. Someone's saying that it it could have been Penny Peabody. Um true. Fred, but, yes, that's so true, Nunu. I was thinking that it might have been Fred too, just because of the energy he was outputting at the beginning of the episode, right? That was very interesting. True, true. Uh, someone saying FP had a gun. So yeah, I mean, I guess there's a few players that could have could have definitely done it. My annoying, like my thing is, is like not that I want him to die at all, but like my concern yes it was cinematic seeing this one shot like slowly open up and he like falls to the floor but i'm like bitch in what world do you shoot somebody once and just run away like shoot somebody once and then get the job done like finish the job yeah that's 
Yeah. So like, maybe they were meant to just shoot him and not kill him. That's a pretty mean shot, though. Like, right in the chest. Yeah, very well placed. <laughs> He's wearing, like, a thing underneath, like a jacket or something. A, oh, a like, vest. A, like a bullet, bulletproof vest. Well, it definitely wasn't bulletproof, that's for sure. Um, so, anyway, let's cut to the next moment. Um, so, while this is all happening, the most probably one of the most random things that happened in this entire episode, outside of <laughs> Iron getting shot, is... Uh, Fangs accidentally killing Dolmore. <laughs> shot like what? Like, and they happen like back, like almost back to back to each other. Like a PSA for like gun violence because I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. What did you think about this part, farewell I was like, guys, come on. Are you are you really telling me that you're you're in this gang for how many years? You know, you're doing all these you know criminal activities and you have a gun you you're willing to put the dude hostage but the fact that you might kill him like you you're that shook yeah <laughs> and i'm like they're like he was trying to run away i'm like well how did he almost run away like they, i i was annoyed that they didn't even show how it all went down um because it makes me feel that like what fangs was doing was diabolical which you know isn't true because like fangs isn't that character at all he's not like someone who has like some set agenda <laughs> Um, but like it he does. I mean, you know I would, I mean? Like, what if there's something shady behind all of this? Because it just felt so stupid. Yeah, it did feel stupid. But Jay Michelle says uh in the comments that I swear Fangs is like a human version of a puppy, which I kind of agree with because <laughs> he's like he's super adorable, pretty cute, and he's just an idiot. Like he just doesn't know how to use a gun. <laughs> Um, so after this happens, Jughead's like, what the fuck? And literally it was stupid because it just happened. Like literally as Jughead is going down the bunker, they're like, oh my God, you just shot him. <laughs> I was like, wow, what are the odds that you're walking into like the death of tall boy? Yeah. Um, so he's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a party. Party Let's time. Yeah. <laughs> distract everybody. <laughs> Oh which I didn't understand that that was his like line of thinking. Like he was like, okay, let's just like have a party and like celebrate the fact that Fangs is back in the group. And he's like, serpent, serpent, serpent. He's like super excited. Um, and then uh, the police show up. It's like, whoop, whoop. And it turns out that it's uh, FP. Yeah. Like what which did you guys. Because I feel like we saw that in the, in the promo or, or. I think somebody posted it. Yeah. 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 But I, I had was, no idea. I was like, "What? It's <laughs> so random." Because I just don't understand why is it FP? Like, if Hermione's hiring a sheriff, why doesn't she just hire Keller again? Like, why does it have to be FP? Keller is not on the docket anymore. He's like not on the billing docket. <laughs> I just don't get why FP is the sheriff. Like, it's so weird. It's very random. And, like, we can talk really quickly about Hermione and FP because, like, she just has a rent. Like, she, this is the only time you see her in the entire episode. She's like, it's time. I'm like, yeah. it's time for what? It's time for what? <laughs> yeah, like, this isn't the Avengers initiative. Like, what do you mean? You were literally dressed up as a Gargoyle King not even, like, two days ago. And yeah. now you're going to be the sheriff? Mm, I don't know about that. And, like, she she makes it sound like it's, like, a plan that has been set in place for, oh, for a while. And he, like, nods and he's like, got it, girl. I got you, fam. I was I like, was. but, like... Yeah. What is their story? What do you think this plan is, and why FP? Like, I just don't understand even like her her situation. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. Does anybody have an idea of what the F is going on in the show? <laughs> yeah, maybe this reminds me because for the fact that she seems to have this long game plan all of a sudden of FP, a bunch of people died simultaneously. I think Jay Michelle just mentioned that too. Yeah. Do you think that there's something that she's she's setting she- in motion? That she's yeah, setting yeah. it off. I mean, you know what it was? I think it was even seeing how how like his like band of evildoers has dwindled down to two people. Yes, and now yes. it's like down to one person. You start to realize like people are li- like somebody is picking them off like one by yeah. one. Or they're just like l- like getting lost along the way. So like he's kind of like losing his, I guess, control over the city and the town. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I, I didn't have like a like a little image of it or whatever. But we can quickly talk about the fact that Hiram literally threatens Hermione um, yes. during the episode too. Like he's like he's like it's in your best interest if you do this like quick time to like turn Claudius into the sheriff. And I was like, damn. Like the one thing that I wanted to ask you guys was like. Do you feel like Hiram is that big of a threat? I know that you can be emotionally abusive, but like if he was even not that I want to see this at all, like by any means, I do not like endorse it at all. But like Mm -hmm. if he was like more like physically abusive to Hermione, I can understand why she's she would be like falling in line with Hiram, if that makes any sense. But the fact that she just is like, you bet he's like, you better do what I say or else. Like, but you have to remember too, like at one point he screwed them over so bad that like she had no money, she had no like safety net, like right. he took everything from her and her and her daughter. So like I feel like it doesn't have to be a physical abuse. It's like mm-hmm. it's like she just doesn't trust him because he's sneaky. Like yeah. and That's she's true. just trying to protect herself and her daughter that's true uh rose Payne in the chat says i feel like hermione wants to rebel against hiram and knows the serpents can help so she put one of them in law which Mm. is a good point yeah i definitely feel like if if this is her mayor moment to try to take back the town from hiram then like sure i'll i'll run with it i guess um someone's asking jay michelle is asking is hermione playing double agent i'm like girl i don't even know if she's playing double agent like i I can't i can't do this anymore like i don't know what's going on anymore yeah she might be i mean she started to make these plays right when hiram's no longer able to do anything after he made these threats right and like we have to remember too she's the one that is like the real gangsta for real right like she is the one that has that comes from like a gangster family so um it'll be interesting to see if they pull that back around and it turns out that like Hermione was even worse than Hiram you know um which I don't know if I could buy that but I don't know if I would feel that actually yeah just because in season one she wasn't like a psychopath so like I can't imagine her just being in season three being like haha I killed my uh, my husband so now I can like be evil too like it just I don't know I don't know how I'd buy that um but going really quickly back to uh fp becoming uh the sheriff did you guys notice that jughead made this very confused concerned look on his face so i think it goes back to last episode or was it the one before where where i think there was a little bit of tension between um fp and jug when fp's like i miss like having the reins or whatever yeah, like, like, pull me back in pull me back in missed having control or like being a part of the leadership or whatever so i feel like taking role with the sheriff is like jack and being like wait like what are you trying to do right now like 
why are you the sheriff? <laughs> like we run the gang in town, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I guess like, but that's the thing. Like once you have a conversation with him, he'll be like, don't worry about it, bro. Like we got this. So like, I don't know why they had to hold the camera on him for so long. Like it's gonna come, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna have something. I feel like some yeah, drama. It has to, it has to. Otherwise, like they wouldn't have shown that for so long. Yeah. Um. So the next things I don't want to talk about are, Vachi is over officially. Are over for the moment. I feel like. Well, for the moment, yes. So it happens because Archie goes to the hospital and he tries to see like where Veronica is, and um, she essentially accuses him of shooting her dad. Yeah. Totally reasonable. Uh, oh. Do you think that was fair? Like that was right for her to accuse him? I mean, he sorry. Go ahead. Oh. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, the dude has wanted to kill him for ages, and like he literally has been having fantasies about stabbing him. Yeah, <laughs> I understand it. I just think she could have said it in a better in way. A different way. And I get that her dad just got shot, so she's kind of like sketched out. But like, your boyfriend just came back from like God knows where. Like, just don't like accuse him the minute he comes to see you, like in the hospital room. You know? Yeah, that's fair. And like, he does dip from life like he literally she's like where the f were you, you weren't answering any text so like he does look suspicious the entire time and the thing is too and i wish they kind of talked about this more i feel like i wanted veronica to be more pissed i feel like i wanted her to be more like where the f did you go like you left me high and dry you broke up with mm -hmm. me over the freaking phone mm -hmm. and then you just come in here now like i wish she was more yeah. angry and i felt like some of that maybe came out in this moment, but it wasn't as clear as it should have been, you know? I agree with you, but I think that, like, she couldn't lay into him. This guy, like, literally just came back from, like, a being almost dead and stuff. So, like, I, like, and she does. She throws a lot of shade to him, like, as much as she can, I guess. She's like, where were you? You, like, didn't answer my calls. Like, she does shade him as much as she can without literally, like, yelling him, like, up and down. Because, yeah, I would totally read the shit out of him if I was her, but... I think that like she's trying to like be as compassionate based on his like si current situation. Um, but what do you guys what do you guys think about Varchi being Dunzo for now? I mean, Good. I think yeah, I think everyone everything has its own time. I do think that Varchi is end game, so I feel like it will come back to that. But I think for right now, I think whether she's alone or or she's with Reggie, like whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I guess, Veggie. <laughs> what about you, uh, Farewell? Yeah, I, I think they should they should pump the brakes for now. I don't think either of them are in the right place to be with each other. And I think it's a honestly, I think it's a pure physical thing at this point. And just seeing it can contrast it with Vargi, uh, with a uh, Veggie. Yeah, I think she if if she's gonna be with somebody, I I think she, her and uh, him would be great. I agree. I 100% agree. I think that, like I said, this episode more than any any time before, you see such a stark contrast between her relationship with, with mm -hmm. Reggie and her relationship with Archie. And I definitely side with Veggie in this particular moment just because I think also just he's not, he's not like, um, he's not equipped to be in a relationship right now. Like, oh, 100%. Exactly. That's and maybe either. So her, like saying Veggie, it might not be the right thing either. Like maybe she should be on her own too, but... Who knows? I mean, mm -hmm. let's just like get her, let her have, let her have a new man. So, so yeah, speaking of, uh, Veggie comes through and, uh, and that was a really exciting thing. Um, I'm sure for you, MB, you were super excited to see that happen. 
Yeah, I mean, I think everything has its timing, and and I love the drama between like the three of them. Um, but I think I'm ready for veggie, like for full out veggie. And I'm and I'm not like I. It's not like I hate Archie. I want him to like find his own path. You know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, what about you, farewell? Yeah, I uh, I like it. I think it falls in line with what they've been establishing with Reggie for the past, you know, arc of him and Veronica being really good friends, and then you know the romantic flair happening. Uh, and he he pulled through again. Like I said, he could they could have went a route where he got like angry or you know showed some some like iffy signs, um, but he stuck through the whole time and has been consistent. You know, I'm your good friend, whether or not your man comes back. I'm still going to be there. And if your dad gets shot and, and Archie isn't there, I'm still going to be there. So yeah. I, I appreciated that quite a bit. Um, but the evil side of me also thought, oh, wow, coming there with flowers and chocolates and all that. You True. sure you didn't kill the man? True. Yeah. True. Good point. That's a, that's a really good point. And I, I would be interested to see if that's what kind of like ends. Because I'm always worried about the end game, right? I'm always like, how is this going to not last? You know, like what is Reggie going to do? That's going to F shit up. And I was like, is Bumble going to be a situation? Like he can't stop going on Bumble. And she like, she, she finds out about it. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, I totally support veggie at this point in time. I'm totally down to see where they take the storyline and I'm, super supportive of a supportive boyfriend so he's doing yeah. a good job i wanted to mention this just because uh nicholas mentioned it in the top chat just mm -hmm. apparently the balloons that uh reggie comes in with one of them says it's a boy congratulations it's a boy so uh to your point yeah to your point fail well if he is being like a big liar then he's either th there was either one a moment where like it shows how reggie's a bit of an airhead which is probably true mm -hmm. or two like he could be like a total fake out right now and he's he's playing like, like veronica this entire time oh, man, i would be so surprised i mean it it's sort that might fall in line with the character of reggie from previous seasons exactly. and before the recast exactly, yeah. but he's really made a lot of strides in his development recently so i would hope not yeah um we'll see or maybe yeah. it was just like a moment that we had to like low-key notice like good call on that nick like a weed and i didn't yeah, see that. that was a good one i didn't take that in either that was really good Agreed. Yeah. uh let's get to the last moment of the episode so archie uh is an alcoholic now guys <laughs> so he's working out again he's he has his punching bag which i loved um but i think the scariest part of that scene wasn't really the alcohol to me it was like the fact that his dad was like, it looks like a jail cell in here. Like everything is stripped away. All his posters are taken down. Um, and that's kind of just sad to see Archie, to see Archie like this, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, this episode to me is sort of, although like at points it wasn't, I guess, done in the best fashion. Uh, he's clearly dealing with like some PTSD and some, some mental health issues. So to see him just, I guess, repress it with drinking. I don't know. It was a little... Yeah. I mean, I was t I was telling NB offline when we talked about it earlier this uh, today. I was like, I would probably believe it more if it was like pain meds because he's literally been like in and out of the hospital. He's been stabbed. He's been like bear mauled. So like hmm. pain meds to me would make more sense. But I guess they tried to give Fred that storyline and then they like nixed it. So I guess they can't give it to him too. But yeah, I think that like any type of like drug abuse is is definitely an indicator that he's 
going through some shit right now. I just don't want to, I don't want to see Archie go through some more darkness just because I thought that he was going to come back with a little bit more, uh, you know, like positivity and clarity, but he just seems like he's still fighting through it. And I don't know how they're going to pivot um, from this point in time. So I don't know. We'll see how it all ends off. Um, yeah. Is there going to be a subplot of him like getting off alcohol? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Like, anyway, we'll see. We'll see. All right, guys, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. Um, so first and foremost, what was your best moment, Farewell? Oh, man, my best moment? Oh, I might have been Fred going off on a higher in the beginning. I was, I was, I love that. Just see him, you know, stand up for his son in that moment. Yeah, uh, that was just great. Also, yeah, that's my that was moment. How about you, MB? Uh, my best moment is when Reggie spills the beans about Veggie to Archie. Okay. It was so dramaful. Dramaful. Uh, mine is going to go to Betty and Hal. I really, like, honestly, guys, I think that that's going to be an interesting storyline. I really like the way it was shot. I felt like the most comfortable in that mode. Surprisingly enough, I feel like it was like very much like watching Betty talking to her serial killer dad. Surprisingly, was the most normal thing I saw this episode. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, between that and like Fred and Archie's like moments were really, really cute. I really liked, I just love seeing them together. I love their, their relationship as a father and son. Exactly. I would add that on to the, the beginning part with Fred. I think those yeah. all encompass. <laughs> true, true, true. WTF moment. What was your WTF moment? Mine was definitely between Reggie and uh, Archie. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> when, the, when, the, when the bean spilled, he's like cheating. Yo, bro, my bad. I was like, huh? Like my face dropped. Yeah, that was a big what the fuck. Um, Jay, like I feel like you and me have the same one, so you can go ahead and say it. <laughs> I mean, I have so many of them because there were so many moments, so I don't even know which one to choose. Um, but I said like the Gargoyle King reveal was like a definitely a WTF moment for me. Uh, Claudius dying was a WTF moment because I was more just like more like what the who cares like not like what the F mm-hmm. um, Hiram getting shot was a big surprise and also like Archie's quinceanera <laughs> like <laughs> I definitely thought it was a very extra moment I was like what the F is going on right now MVP I would probably give it to Betty this episode um, for just for the fact that she was even despite all of the craziness going on in her life, she still looked out for Archie. Uh, yeah. to make sure that he had his head on right in terms of schooling and, and stuff like that. So I appreciated that. That's fair. I, I do I do appreciate that about her too. Um, I think my MVP is gonna be Archie. I just uh you know, even though he's maybe has a problem with addiction, uh I still feel like He's trying to do the best he can do with what's happened to him all year. Um, and I'm just excited for his story throughout the season. Yeah. I yeah, I, I think that there's gonna be an interesting curve and we haven't seen the the end of like his his kind of path. Yeah. Um my MVP is gonna go to uh Reggie. Um just because I feel like he's he was a supportive person this entire episode too. And I agree. It'll be interesting to see if they continue that with his story. I'm very interested to see now if, like, now that, like, Nick mentioned that, to see if if there is, like, a diabolical side to, to Reggie mm-hmm. and if that's going to kind of blow up in his face later on in the season. So we'll see. But, yeah, this episode, I think he was just as supportive. He was 
just as understanding with Archie kind of coming into the game. So I was really, I, I like, I like, I'm really liking his character. LVP. Who was your guys' LVP? Farewell. Penelope, I think this episode for me was. was my LVP. Yeah. I totally forgot about her. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you just sort of popped up and just like, oh, my brothel, this and that. It was just, I wasn't with her this episode. Yeah, I agree. How about you, MB? Uh, I'm going to have to say Tallboy because I feel like even he didn't know what he was playing. He <laughs> <laughs> like, told like, yo, you're going to play like the Gargoyle King like at this point. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, I just don't understand why he's he is who he is it's so i think weird and random yeah, 100 so like what does it even matter yeah that's the thing they like literally brought people back just to kill them off like this episode so I contracts don't... needed to be ended guys i think that's what happened <laughs> yeah seriously seriously um uh for my lvp i'm gonna go with fangs like i love the guy i think he like i said adorable actor mm-hmm. but like mans can't hold a gun for shit like what, what's wrong with you and he basically spent the rest of the episode just freaking the fuck out, which I guess is understandable, but I was totally not here for it. I was like, you're a bitch. Just go. Yeah, away. literally, I was going to say Reggie should have called him a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. The, the best, best line. line. And what were your guys' best lines? Oh, sorry. Yeah, but, um, I think my favorite line, again, was Fred saying, I'll kill you. Just yeah. love that. Um, him protecting his son. Uh, very savage. Fred-like. Very savage. Yeah, I love yeah. it. MB? I'm going to have to go with at the end when Archie looks to Veronica and he's like, it's over, isn't it? Ooh. Like, it's over. Punch to yeah. the gut. Yeah. Just made, just made it official. Yeah. Mine is going to be uh, Veronica just because like we had talked about it last podcast, but she says uh, at Pop Steiner, she says, Archie just lived through the Revenant. Let him have whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, because he literally got mauled by a bit grizzly bear. Anybody who hasn't watched the movie, go watch it. Um, everybody in the comments are talking. People, we we see. I see MVPs, Reggie, uh, Betty. There's a lot of good ones out here. Best moment, Betty and Hal. Someone said the same thing. Uh, best line, I'm in high school. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> Definitely. Um, WTF moment, Alice taking Betty's money for the farm. Definitely. Yeah. That's and yeah. a road for me too. 100% she was an LVP. Totally forgot about her too. Crazy biatch. Um, yeah, we got a few LVP Kevin, which is like, he didn't even make it to the episode. That's how much of an LVP he was. Um, but yeah, that's the episode, guys. That was uh, yeah. That was an interesting one. Um, so uh, thank you everybody who was able to join us thank you farewell and i just really quickly want to say thank you to our patrons our lit rewinders tina and nama sarge serena kaylee our mommy rewinders becca sarah and tamala thank you very much if you guys would like to join our patreon family check out uh check us out at patreon.com uh slash recap underscore rewind if you join you'll get access to all these recap rewind things exclusive contest content updates and uh, make sure you guys keep an eye out next week is going to be a major week for uh, new content we are dropping everything Kelly Ripa next week so because her her episodes coming up so it's very exciting we got some amazing stuff coming your way like it was such a great conversation that we got to have with her Um, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that because that was a huge uh, huge thing for us and I hope you guys enjoy it Um, but that's it 
thanks everybody for joining today and uh we'll see you guys next week thank you again farewell thanks so much for having me y'all it's always a pleasure to be on the podcast and i hope you all uh come back for the next one yeah appreciate it bye guys take care